yeah, my goal is to get to a point where it's like not all about joining it just to like have time with me, but it's to learn and grow with the rest of the group. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. I'm Femke. And I'm Charlie. And this episode is going to be one about committing to a new side hustle. And it's kind of inspired by something that Femke has been doing recently. Fem just launched a design community, which is very exciting. And it's like, you know, a pretty big thing that you've been working on for a while, right? Thanks, um, yeah. And so in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about that, about what Fem wants this community to be. But more importantly, like why she started it, why she felt like now was the right time to like add this new side project onto her plate. Before that, should we do a little check-in though, Fem? Yes, yes. How you doing? Up. I'm doing good. I think I shared in our first episode, like after our little summer break, that I bought a house and it is now officially Just official. Yeah. <laughs> I have learned so much about home buying in this process. Like it takes like two months to go from like offer accepted to like actually owning the house. And there's probably wow. like 200 documents between <laughs> that period. So yes, it is official, which is very, very exciting. So uh we are moving in like three weeks from the time we are recording this and so I am like starting to switch into like moving mode and like getting ready to make this big move across the country but I've also been like launching my community which I'm sure we'll talk a lot about so I have a lot going on right now basically to summarize (laughs) yeah that is a lot wow well congratulations though that's super awesome Thank yeah, you. Just so happy for you and looking forward to many a nature photo oh, yes. from your new house. <laughs> that shall be coming soon. Uh, how about you? I am doing today, I'm recording the last interview for Inside Marketing Design, which I'm excited about. Yay. I love the series. I love producing it, but it is a lot of work. Yep. And like the work won't be over once I do this interview. You know, there's still, you know, several more weeks of episodes to come out, but and it feels like we're on the home stretch and I'm reminded why I do this in seasons and not just, you know, constantly as a weekly thing. <laughs> yes. That feels kind of related, right? Like when you decided to take on this side project, did you always know from the beginning that you wanted this to be a seasonal thing? Was there a period where you considered it being this ongoing thing? Like tell us a little bit about that process in terms of like taking on a new side project and ensuring that you're set up for success basically. Yeah, I feel like I always thought of it in seasons because everything else that I do on the side, like all the content I produce, is all regular. And so I kind of liked the idea of this being a little different and like being something that I could focus on for a period of time and then go on. I don't know, maybe when I started it, it was in my mind of like, let's see what happens and like maybe it could be a regular thing. But I think as soon as I started, I realized that this was going to be a like, nope, I want to spend just a few months of the year working on this um, and then we will move on. (laughs) Yeah. And even hearing like you've shared a little bit on this podcast about the effort that goes behind creating this and producing this. I feel like that would be a lot as like something to do consistently all the time. Yeah. And if I'm counting, I think I started recording the first interview back in July. 
So I think that it's been six months. Yeah, I think it's going to have been six months, which is not ideal. Like I wanted it to be more like a three month of effort thing. Um, So maybe that's something for me to aim for in the future. What was it last year? Did it take you a similar amount of time? I think it took me a little bit faster last time because I did a different approach to the outreach in that oh, I actually, right. it was inbound and I was like, who wants to come on the show? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. People. <laughs> Whereas this time it was like, no, I have very specific companies I want to get. So I'm going to reach out and like, yeah, then there was lots of scheduling. And also I think people are just busier this time than they were last because the last time it was early stages of the pandemic no one was leaving the house people were mostly just excited to get on a call and talk to another human yeah true you know we're all in that phase of like the zoom happy hours and things so i think it was a little easier yeah but yeah how about yours how did you know now was the time to start your community yeah so it's been something i've been wanting to do for a while and I think I shared on some past episodes that I was taking a community building course by Rosieland. And that was kind of, I believe, somewhere around April of 2021 that I took that course. And my goal was to like work on preparing for like launching and announcing this community thing during that course. And then at the end of that course in like May, June to actually then sort of launch it. Uh, So that was my original plan and I decided to hold off launching it because I realized that like I wasn't quite fully ready at the end of the course. There was still a bit of work that I would have to do and it was approaching summer and I felt like launching a community at the beginning of summer was maybe not the best time of year. Like I knew that I didn't want to be sitting behind my computer during the summer months. I don't think other people wanted to sit behind their Mm -hmm. computer, you know, like engaging and sort of really investing in this community in the early stages. So I felt like that maybe wasn't the right time of year. And so I decided to hold off until like the, the autumn winter months. And then I guess that came around and I still sat on it for a little while. And then eventually I was like, I got to launch this in 2021. Like I, I, this is a goal I've had since the start of the year. This is something I really, really want to do. And so I kind of just like bit the bullet and just kind of did it now. Um, And I also, in addition to that, felt like my audience was ready for it. I Mm. have been helping a lot of people one-on-one, whether it's through like my super peer mentoring or through like DMs or whatever and I felt like there was an opportunity to bring those people together because a lot of them are experiencing very similar challenges and I think that by getting them together we can all help each other and like learn from each other's experiences I don't want it to always be about my advice my experience all the time so yeah that's a little bit behind kind of why I wanted to do this and why I did this now And what about back when, like, I guess before you bought the community building course, you Mm -hmm. already had in mind that this was something you wanted to create, right? Yeah. When did it become a thing that you were like, this is a thing I'm going to do? Does that make sense as a question? Because there's the like, there's often a long time between having that thought, that idea for it, and then actually the launch of it and actually making it happen. I guess my idea for it probably came sometime in 2020. um, And then actually launching it is now like end of 2021 so it's probably been at least a year if not a year and a half <laughs> well hey it's still faster than my font remember that <laughs> took several oh, years yeah, your font. <laughs> you know sometimes these things take time and like that's okay uh but yeah I think taking the course that I did was almost like giving myself some accountability that like okay I'm gonna invest in this course 
So I'm going to make the most of it and I'm really going to learn and and take those learnings and put it into practice. And that was kind of like saying to myself, like, okay, I'm going to do this. That was kind of the first step of like actually, you know, starting to take it seriously and making myself accountable. Uh, And then, yeah, went into a bit of a dip over the summer period, but then came back being like, okay, no, I got to do this before the end of the year. So I guess that was some of the motivation. And was the course one that you like sort out where you're like, okay, I want to do this community build community. So I'm going to look for a course to help me. Or did you see the course and that be like, Ooh, maybe this is what I need. Yeah. So I think I saw the course because I was already following Rosie land and I was subscribed to that newsletter. It's all, it's a newsletter all about community building. So I had already subscribed to it. And then I think Rosie, announced that she was going to do this course and there was like early bird pricing if you got in now and I was like cool I'm gonna do it I think she announced it in like January and the course was in April so I signed up to it like three four months before it actually happened so that too was like okay marking something committing to it but yeah I didn't actively seek out a community building course it kind of fell in my lap at the right time I kind of love that because I think it just shows I don't know as creators we can often feel shy or you know whatever about promoting our own work and like promoting the things we're doing and like this is an example of how like if she hadn't been talking about this course and like promoting it and didn't reach your feed like I wouldn't that was what you needed to like take a step and like to know yes this is the right time for me this is a sign yeah yeah that's a really good reminder like occasionally I'll get the comment on you on like one of my YouTube videos being like oh, this came at exactly the right time for me. Like, this is exactly what I needed or what I was going through. And I'm always like, oh, that's cool. Like, what a coincidence. But yeah, you're right. Like, I have experienced that too on that side where it's like, oh, this thing came at exactly the right time. And it just, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes the stars align that way. Tell us about the community itself. What is it, like, what what makes up this community? Mm-hmm. So it is a private monthly membership. You can kind of think of it like a mastermind. So it's currently a smallish group of people and we have like regular sort of monthly events or like live events that you can join that I will be hosting. Every month there's going to be like a guest live stream, which is very similar to the live streams I did on Superpair earlier in 2021. So there's going to be those that you can attend for free. I'm also having like a office hours session Uh, There's also like a group design review or like design critique session where members can come and like present their work, get feedback from other members. Uh, And there's also a few other things like, uh, you know, some mentoring discounts with me on Superpair and like member only availability on Superpair. So there's kind of like the initial perks. I have some ideas for other things that I Mm -hmm. might want to add later on, but I thought let's just start small with something sort of more manageable and I can always add on more perks because I'd rather add things on rather than take value away. Yeah, that's super smart. And like so many of the things that you're offering in the community and like as part of this membership is stuff that you already know very well you can fulfill, right? Yeah, Because you've been doing monthly guest live streams for free on your YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Um, You've been doing mentoring calls, right? You already know your calendar is booked with them. So this is just giving your members a chance to um, come on and, you know, have spots reserved for them, basically. These things, yeah, you already know you can handle, which I think is super smart to start out with. That's, I think, a problem that I had when I launched my Patreon was that all of a sudden I was like setting up these perks and it was Mm. all new. 
mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and i did not think enough quite honestly about how <laughs> i would fit them into my week or like into my month yeah and it just all felt super overwhelming so i think you've done it well in that thank you you've, I, th- I think you're going to be able to keep up with it just fine because yeah. you already know you're, you've already been doing it so maybe yes that's, you know good advice for anyone else out there thinking of doing something like this or starting something new is to like test the waters before you make the big commitment and especially before you start charging people for it totally yeah Yeah, I am like really glad that I did those live streams for free earlier this year because not only did it like validate the concept of like oh yeah people want to show up to these and like people get value from these and they're they're exciting and they're fun and I enjoy doing them but also now that people have experienced them now when I put them behind I guess, quote unquote, a paywall for lack of better terms, like people know what they're missing out on because they experienced them before. So it's also a bit of like, you know, uh, I'm sure there's like a marketing word for this, but like you've experienced it for free. Now you see that it's part of the community. So that's like more incentive for you to sign up because you know what you're going to get on the other side. Um, I think the only two new things I'm adding are the office hours and the design reviews are two things that I haven't done previously. Um, but yeah, we'll see how we go. It's a bit of a like test run. Uh, I have some ideas for how to make them fun and yeah, we'll see. And you have done an office hours before. I, I remember watching a live stream you did on YouTube of that. Yeah. Yeah. But I it's have. just not been a regular thing. It's not been a regular thing. Now it's going to be like regularly every month. Um, but, uh, I'm excited about it. And like, I'm also looking forward to like forming stronger relationships with members in my community. Um, you know, rather than just the one-off DMs or something on Instagram, like it's cool. I can like now chat to them and like get to know them better. So that's exciting as well. Well, yeah. What, what tools are you using for this? Cause something you didn't mm-hmm. mention as part of like what's available in the community was like a Slack or a discord yep. for like a chat <laughs> thing. So what, yeah. What tools and, and how are you talking to your community members? Yeah. So community members can sign up on Superpeer. So I'm using like the Superpeer sort of monthly subscription feature and then once you've signed up there you will get an invite into my community portal which is basically run on luma lu.ma uh i think it's a relatively new kind of community portal tool yeah i hadn't heard of it before yeah it's pretty nice you can like post announcements there's like a calendar view there's also like a library so i can post like resources and things there's like a a chat inside luma where you can chat one-on-one or you can have like a group chat with everybody i intentionally didn't add a discord or a slack i initially i was going to like when i took the rosie lang community course like i was always like okay this is going to be a discord like this whole thing's going to be built on discord that's going to be the community But I got a little bit cold feet because I was really, really worried about it just becoming a dead, like, you know, chat tool. And I really, really didn't want that. I didn't want it to be like, you have to be in there every day to get value from it. And like, you know, people might not post. And then so it's like feeling really quiet. And I was really afraid of that happening. So I decided not to include that for now and have it be more of like this sort of online portal experience you know you can register for events things like that there is a chat in there so if members want to chat to each other they can they can um but there's no like rooms or anything it's not super sophisticated maybe i'll add a discord in future if members want it i'm totally open to it but i thought for now let's like not add that and then i can always add it later on if if needed 
yeah again that's being smart and like not launching with too much yeah yeah when um when we launched our we we ran the design life community for mm-hmm, a while mm-hmm. you know had a, we had a monthly membership and that was based around a slack and i totally felt that pressure of like okay people aren't talking i have to make them talk i have to ask the right question and yeah i mean we started it to like support what we're doing with the show and then mm-hmm. it turned out to just be even more work and like it's so you know so yeah. much work yeah and I just I I didn't want to put that on myself from day one so I kind of decided to not include it for now but maybe you know maybe we'll include it later yeah and like you know if anyone wants to join the design life slack group that is pretty quiet quite honestly but like we just made it open now we, yeah. we shifted our membership to being just support us on patreon if you like the show it helps us pay for our editing costs and our stupidly expensive dot fm domain name oh yes (laughs) that comes up once a year i'm like oh they go several hundred dollars to hover yeah yeah thanks yeah that's what we moved to instead do you feel like you maybe learned from that experience of our community launch in in feeding into this one fam i think so yeah and i think it was also um in the the community building course that i did it was like uh i feel like there's a term for this like it was kind of foreshadowed that like you know if you go and create us like if you go and create a discord like you know it's gonna be a lot of work and like rituals are gonna be really really important and like you know we there was a lot of like conversation around like how to increase engagement in those platforms and it just sounded like so much initial upfront work that i was a bit hesitant to bring that on from the very beginning yeah especially because like you've got a full-time job you know (laughs) to pay attention to as well you can't be hanging out in a discord all day yeah unfortunately um as much as i'm sure that would be fun to speak to people but yeah just can't happen Mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes with the three live events every month that should be more than enough for now (laughs) yes exactly exactly okay so we've talked about like when you got the idea for this and why you decided now was the right time to launch it what about the launch itself? How how did you decide to launch it and, and how'd that go? Yeah, good question. So I decided to like pre-launch it early to my email newsletter list. They usually get the like first inside scoop of things that I'm doing. And so I thought, okay, I will like pre-announce this to my email list before I kind of go public with it. So I set up the community portal, got the super pair kind of thing going. Uh, and then kind of announced it to my email list saying, hey, you can sign up here. It's not fully ready. I hadn't like fully finished setting everything up in the sort of Luma portal, but like it was there, you could join. Uh, And so, yeah, I announced it to my email newsletter list, got a few people signing up through that, which was cool because it meant that when I eventually did announce it like four days later publicly, there was already like 20 members in there which is kind of cool right it means when when new people are joining from the official announcement you're not joining like this dead place so that was really cool so I kind of announced it publicly on my Instagram and my Twitter account and I also will be sharing it like on the next YouTube video that I publish as of this recording I haven't published yet on on YouTube but that will be coming but it will be out by the time yeah this episode that will be up so I will um I think I'm gonna add like a little like 30 second promo about the community to each of my videos probably for the rest of the year just to kind of keep reminding people about it yeah and that's that's pretty much been my main channel so far and how how has it gone like have you been pleased with the response so far yeah 
So my goal was to get 50 members by the end of 2021. And as of now, we're recording the day after I've launched it. So it's been like a little (laughs) over 24 hours. Uh, And I have 38 members. So that feels pretty good. Um, We'll see like when I hit that 50 goal. But yeah, I'm really pleased with it. Like my goal with this is not for it to be another like, this is also why I was a bit hesitant on the the, uh, Discord Slack thing is like, there are so many existing communities like that with like, thousands of members granted most of them are free which is great to have those free resources but I really didn't want this to be like just another slack that somebody has to check and like there are so many people in there that you know that feeling of trust and that safe space is kind of not really there so I have considered putting in like a cap of 100 members and then like maybe opening up a waiting list don't know I, I haven't reached 100 yet so I think I'll consider it when I get closer to that number if that happens and see how it's feeling in there at the time yeah yeah like I don't want this to be like I want this to be quality rather than quantity right so like I don't want this to be like 200 people no one knows each other it's like feels really noisy um so yeah I'm happy with the growth that I'm seeing so far and happy for it to be like slow and steady yeah, that's awesome. And I wouldn't say that's very slow at all because you're already, <laughs> you're already well towards your goal. Yeah, and that's true. Still that's like true. Let's see. A month and a half of the year left. Mm-hmm. Speaking of this, though, of like, you know, quality and I don't know, just thinking about the work you put into it, how much was the like income side of it a factor for you in deciding to commit to doing this? You know, was there like a point where you're like, okay, I need it to be making this much money? a month for it to be like viable for me yeah I don't know how did you decide the price tell us a bit about that yeah yeah I think that's why I have this goal of 50 members because I feel like that uh so the price is $12 a month $10 felt like a little bit too low like not quite enough commitment also once you take off like payment processing fees and stuff and then $15 felt like maybe a little bit too high for some people so I was like okay 12 in the middle feels like a good compromise Uh, And so I think that means 50 paying members brings me like $600 a month, I think, or so. And that felt like a good amount to, you know, make it worth it for me and my time and invest and show up. So we'll see how that goes. I also have been trying to move away from like brand sponsorships on my YouTube channel and looking at more kind of like sustainable methods of income. So the community being one of them, I'm also like moving to a more channel sponsorship model on my YouTube channel, similar to like what you have with Figma. So yeah, less like one-on-one like client engagements and more like sustainable recurring revenue, I guess is the goal. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm curious too why you decided to, like everything you're saying, I'm like, okay, I feel like this could be delivered as like bonus content for a YouTube channel membership or a Patreon, that sort of thing as well. But you're very intentionally framing it as a community. Yeah. Can you talk a bit about that and like the thinking? Yeah, I think because I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about you. Mm. This was something I was also like very, uh, like I learned a lot about this in the, the community building course and have been very conscious of is that I don't want the community to be all about me and like, me talking and me delivering value. I wanted it to be about each other, about the members. And like, you know, eventually I would love to get to a point in the community where like members host their own events for each other. And it's more kind of like 
organically, you know, creates itself rather than it being like, you know, show up to have time with Femke. Like, no, it should be show up to have time with each other and like, let's learn from each other. And so that's something I'm hyper conscious of and know that it will take time to like build and to get there because I'm going to yeah. be putting a lot of like work up front for probably the first six months or so to like build it. Um, but yeah, my goal is to get to a point where it's like not all about joining it just to like have time with me, but it's to learn and grow with the rest of the group. Well, I like that. That is a very, very good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about this for a long time, so I've had a lot of time to prepare. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, honestly, this community building course you took sounds like it's fantastic and that it was just what you needed. It is really good. Yeah. Let's link it in the show notes. It's um, by Rosie Land, run by Rosie. Yeah. Her, her newsletter is called Rosie Land, and it's all about community building. It's a really great resource. So as well as, like, you know, talking about how much income it needs to be making for it to be viable what about the time commitment from you is there something you have in mind because you very intentionally started with like one live event per week kind of and you know more mentoring slots which already you were going to be doing them anyway yep. you're saving them for members so that's not adding on too much time but yeah is, is there something in your mind of like okay I can do this if it takes up x time per week or per month yeah, I kind of was like, okay, like one event a week uh, is like probably the max I can do anyway at this point in time, but it feels like something I can kind of take on. I've already been doing, you know, regular events pre, pre-summer, pre uh, so that didn't feel like too much of a commitment. I think there's a lot of behind the scenes that goes on with like running something like this, even sort of preparing for the launch. Like I had to do a whole web flow page and like get the community portal set up. And because I'm kind of using two, two tools like SuperPair and Luma, there's a lot of manual like copying and pasting members over. And, you know, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. And I have embraced delegation when it comes to those kind of tasks so I have two freelancers I work with Flo who does like all of my kind of visual stuff she created the whole Webflow page for this community launch uh, and all of the like visual assets for it and then I also have Jenny who's more of like my virtual assistant she's been doing a lot of like creating the events in SuperPair creating them in Luma inviting members into Luma things like that so I'm embracing delegation on like the sort of behind the scenes admin tasks and like that is to give me space to show up like as my whole self to the community come and run these events obviously that's not something I'm going to delegate I'm going to be there running the events Um, and so yeah I want to be in a position where I can just focus on creating the content delivering the value being there for the community uh, and sort of have these more admin tasks delegated behind the scenes yeah that's what like all the advice you ever hear about delegating, right? Is to mm-hmm. delegate the stuff that you don't absolutely have to be doing yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And so it sounds like you're doing that, which is awesome. Yeah. It's uh, it's been really good. I'm really grateful to have this extra help. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm looking forward to like, I don't know, just we get to hear about this from now on, right? Yeah, about true, how the true. community is going. That's true. How yeah, memberships are going, how your time is going and how it's all feeling for you, changes you make to it in future. Yeah. Thanks. I feel like lately we've had a we've had a lot of episodes about design and we, you know we always say we're about design and side <laughs> projects. So you know this was very much about side projects, very and much. I think it's good to to keep talking about this stuff too. 
Awesome. Well, thanks for all the questions. Uh, I guess if folks listening want to join the community, you can go to femca.design slash community and learn more about it there. Yeah, it looks awesome. I think, yeah. Thank you. It seems like the place to be if you're early in your career getting started and you don't you haven't built up that network of designers yet for yourself yeah this could be a place to find them you know totally thanks charlie yeah well where can people go to find more episodes of this show you can go to designlife.fm you can also look for design life in your favorite podcasting app yes you should do that follow us on twitter as well we're at design life fm we're always open to hearing your topic suggestions is there a side hustle thing you want us to talk about is there a design career thing you want us to talk about let us know and we will add it to our list. Yes. Awesome. Cool. Chat next week. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.